Hey everyone, Ben here and welcome to Motivation to Invest. How to identify young startup companies which can 10x in the future. That's what I'm going to be discussing in this video by diving into the investing methods of the legendary Peter Thiel. So who is Peter Thiel? Well, Peter Thiel is a billionaire investor. He was the co-founder of PayPal along with the legendary Elon Musk. He was one of the first investors into Facebook. So we actually invested $500,000 in 2004 into Facebook, which you can see in the movie, The Social Network. And that, of course, multiplied into billions upon billions of dollars and actually meant that Peter Thiel owned 2.5% of the company. Now, of course, Peter Thiel is part of the original PayPal mafia, along with Elon Musk, Reid Hoffman of LinkedIn, the founders of YouTube, and many, many more. So this guy is truly one of the most intelligent people on this planet when it comes to investing and he's made some great investments in the past. So in this video, I'm actually gonna dive into the investing strategy of Peter Thiel and the top seven questions he asked before investing into any company. So before we hop right into that, guys, if you do want more investing tips and exclusive stock market picks, of which I'm personally investing into, then feel free to join the investing family by hitting that subscribe button and turning that notification bell on. And remember guys, if you do find any value in this video at all, go ahead and smash that like button. That really helps the channel out tremendously. And with that being said, let's dive in. So what are these top seven questions which Peter Thiel asked before investing into any company? So well, in this video, I'm gonna reveal all seven questions and do a comparison with two incredible companies, and that is Tesla and Palantir, two stocks I've covered heavily on this channel before. So the first question Peter Thiel asks is the engineering question. So he basically states, can you create a breakthrough technology instead of incremental improvements? So Peter Thiel's looking to invest in companies which can produce a product which is not just a little bit better than their competitors, but 10x better. And as I always state on this channel, guys, remember, a stock is just a portion of a company. We're not investing in these crazy ticker symbols. We're investing into real businesses. That's if you follow the fundamental investing methods. So let's look at some examples. Does Tesla answer this question? Well, Tesla is vertically integrated. They have unique technology. They have unique manufacturing techniques, such as the Gigapress. They have a data advantage. So they have the most number of vehicles on the road now, which are actually collecting this self-driving vehicle data. Now, Google does have Waymo, but they don't have as many vehicles on the road right now as Tesla. And then onto Palantir, does Palantir have a unique product? Does Palantir have a better product than all of its competitors? Well, it's very hard to verify. However, Palantir does have unique big data collection. So it turns lots of dumb data into actually useful data for companies, businesses, governments. And this company was, of course, backed by the CIA. It was used by the Pentagon. And actually, now some more interesting information I found out about, the, about this company recently. So I read Peter Thiel's book called Zero to One. And basically inside that book, there's a paragraph and it basically said, Palantir Software was rumored to help track down Osama bin Laden. Now, although we can't comment on if this is true or not, we can say that it's a combination of technology and great people which helped to track down this terrorist. Terrorist! Terrorize this. On to question number two, and this is the timing question. So is it the right time for this technology? Because with great technologies, it can be too early, it can be too late. So let's say, for example, the dot-com bubble in the late 90s, you could say investing into internet companies 
during 1999 was actually a bad idea. And for the majority of them, it actually was, despite the internet changing the world. So you could say it was too early for those companies. But this has happened many times before. So many technologies I've noticed have what's called a false start. So many technologies have the first start where everyone thinks it's going to actually change the world. It turns into a bubble. The bubble pops. People actually get despondent on the technology. And then it has a second go maybe a few years later down the line. So is now the right time for companies like Tesla and companies like Palantir? Well, Tesla is actually hitting the electric vehicle boom in the market right now. Of course, climate change is the major issue facing the world right now. And Tesla's sole mission is to actually accelerate the world's transition towards renewable energy. So it's clear it's prime time for Tesla. And what about Palantir? So Palantir is a big data company. It's now prime time for big data. Well, we live in a world right now with an abundance of data. We've never lived on this planet at such a time when we've never had as much data as we have right now. So I think it's prime time for Palantir software also right now. These companies are spitting out billions and billions and billions amount of data each and every day from all their different operations. All this data is siloed and Palantir software can bring that all together and actually perform useful applications, improve efficiency of businesses and actually generate them millions and millions of dollars, which will of course generate Palantir millions of dollars and then any of you guys who are potential shareholders in that company. Now remember guys, this is not financial advice. This is just me analyzing businesses to help you guys out with your investments. On to question number three, and this is the monopoly question, not that monopoly. So basically this looks at, does the company have a monopoly? Because basically the real issue of investing into businesses and why most businesses fail is competition. So investing into monopoly, a company which actually has a monopoly on a market can be a great thing to invest into. Now, of course, the company won't admit they have a monopoly because if they do admit that, they will actually be hit with antitrust regulations, et cetera, et cetera, from governments or maybe fines. And this is why a company like Google, I believe is a monopoly. Of course, don't sue me, Google, but I believe there are a monopoly because they do have the majority of internet search traffic. And if you don't know this, just try Googling it. But the real way Peter Thiel looks at this with young growth startup companies is do they dominate a small market niche originally and then they expand that in the future? So Tesla actually dominated the high-end electric vehicle market back in 2008 and they only sold 3,000 units, but they sold them at $100,000 each. So they dominated that small market. Palantir started with a small niche market of which it became dominant. So this was helping out military governments such as the CIA, the NSA, with various anti-terrorist activities. On to question number four, and this is the team question. So is the right team in place, the right founders in place to actually run this company? So you need a team which has complementary skills. You need founders who get along together and perhaps even have a back history. This can all help to produce great founders and great companies. Okay, on to point number five, and that is distribution and sales. So how can the company get its product to market and actually sell its product? So a company's job really is to create value and then try and capture some of that value. Now, Tesla took this idea very seriously from day one, and they're vertically integrated now. So they own everything from the lithium mines to the battery packs, to the battery technology, to the dealerships, to the charging stations, and all the extra product features. Now, Palantir has a software, so that's pretty easy to distribute and scale as it has high operating leverage and low fixed costs. Now, of course, you need talented software engineers, but if you have a great software package there, that can really be expanded quite easily for the company. 
Now this is an enterprise sales company, so you don't need that many sales each and every year to actually generate heavy returns. Alex Kopp, the CEO, actually used to spend most of the time on the road for the company, meeting CEOs of other companies, and let's say he generates 10 deals for the company at each are a million dollars each. That's $10 million for Palantir. Now, of course, Palantir is now a public company, so they need to actually have a more professional sales process and sales cycle. So they now have a partnership of IBM who will also sell Palantir's software also, and they're also starting to recruit some more salespeople, which is great to see for this company. And this means Alex Karp, the CEO and founder, can actually spend more time doing the things he loves, such as yoga or going mountaineering in snowy forests. On to question number six, and this is the durability question. So what's the competitive advantage of this company? What is the moat of this company? What will this company look like in 10, 20 years time? Will the company's profits be eroded by competition or will it be able to maintain its market position? So onto Tesla, well, Tesla has a number of competitive advantages and moats. So technology, vertically integrated, the self-driving car data advantage, and many, many more. Now, in terms of Palantir spotting their competitive advantage in their moat was quite difficult to spot. But one thing I did notice is the company has long contracts with these major governments and commercial companies. So the average contract length in 2020 was between three and five years. And obviously, if you think about a very large company, once they give this vast amount of data to Palantir and say, please deal with that for me, will they want to take it back and have to deal with all that mess? I think not. And this will result in a stickiness of customers for the company. So that could be a competitive advantage and moat for this business. And combine that with the technology, which is ever improving, and you could have a recipe for success. Okay, finally, question number seven. And this one is the most difficult one to answer. So this is the secret question. What is the secret which this company has? What is the insight which this company has, which other companies don't think about, and thus they don't decide to compete with this company. Now, this one's really interesting. So for example, an interesting one Peter Thiel mentioned in his book was that Elon Musk of Tesla knew fashion actually drives the interest in clean energy. And this was during, I think, 2006, 2007. So rich people especially wanted to appear green, even if it meant driving a boxy Prius. So, so we had Hollywood movie stars like Leonardo DiCaprio, driving around in a Prius to appear cool. There was a gap in the market for an electric vehicle car, which was just a cool car. All the EVs that were available five, 10 years ago were actually not superior vehicles and they were usually ugly looking from a design point of view. But Tesla turned this on its head when they released their Roadster. So movie stars like Leonardo DiCaprio actually went out and purchased one of these. So a lot of these secret insights, they won't be obvious because if they were obvious, everyone would actually be copying exactly what the company is doing. So Palantir's could be the way they actually use the data and solve the problems for these various companies. So it could be an internal thing. So that's today's video, guys. That's Peter Thiel's top seven questions for investing successfully into startup and young growth companies. I'd love to hear your thoughts, guys. So please do comment below. Now, if you guys do want access to all the stocks in my portfolio and know exactly when I'm buying stocks, when I'm selling stocks, and get access to all my stock research and valuation models, then feel free to check out that first link in the description below for the VIP membership group or our ultimate investing course. And I'll actually leave you guys a special coupon code down there where you can get $10 discount. And believe me, guys, this is extremely great value for what you 
you get. So if that's something you're interested in, now could be a fantastic time to join the investing family. And if you guys did find any value in this video at all, feel free to give it a big thumbs up. That helps out tremendously with the channel. And with that being said, I hope you guys all have a tremendous day and I'll see you in my next video. Invest safe.